is August 14th, 2020, and I'm Max Park. This is our daily devotional prayer on Colossians, and today's passage is Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 to 7. This is what the Word of God reads. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, having been firmly rooted, and now being built up in Him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed, and overflowing with gratitude. Amen. The Word of God. Just two quick verses for today as we reflect and conclude, um, or reflect on these verses and conclude the week in our study on Colossians. The first verse, verse 6, begins, therefore. Now, of course, this conjunction word obviously is referring to a relationship between the first prior, or so the prior five verses, the opening five verses of chapter 2, and probably the contents of chapter 1 all, all together as a whole, um, leading to this statement, Therefore, well, what did we read in verses 1 to 5? We read about what? The struggle of Paul, his willingness to do so um, in the face of uh, persecution, in the face of anguish, in the face of pain, in the face of loss and suffering and all these things that he talks about. He's willing to do these things because his eye is on the prize, so to speak. And the prize, of course, being the treasures of and the wealth and the riches of heaven, not of this earth. And it is, of course, Christ himself. The wonderful mystery that has been revealed to us is what we learned about and this is what we learned about the beauty of the faith and the content of the faith of our uh, belief in Christ. And so this is, uh, in light of all of this, what Paul is saying is, Therefore, right? Read verse 5, for example. For even though I'm absent in body, nevertheless, I'm with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good discipline and the stability of your faith in Christ. So he longs to see a maturation and a discipline and stability in the faith uh, of the believers in Colossae, he says, therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, in other words, as you have come to faith, as Christ, as God himself has gifted you um, with regenerative uh, eyes and regenerative heart to, to long for and desire and be able to see the truth of Christ, Paul says, so walk in him. Now that's a command right there, right? So walk in him. What does that mean? Well, this is, of course, very familiar Pauline language in all of the Pauline epistles, whether you read the book of Romans, whether you be, read 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians, or predominantly Galatians and Ephesians, of course, talks strongly about walking in the Spirit. Many people are familiar with Galatians 5, where it talks about, um, you know, in, contrasting uh, wa uh, living by the flesh and walking in the Spirit and the fruits of the Holy Spirit in Galatians 5, 22-23. Uh, Ephesians chapter 2, 4, 5, 8... Um, uh, I think Philemon talks about this, 1 Thessalonians, 1st, uh, 2nd, 3rd John. Walking in Christ is something that is apostolic, is a teaching that was part of the apostolic tradition. To walk in Christ essentially means to live a life that is uh, molded and shaped and directed, as we talked about as Christ is the head of the church, is to be directed by the pattern of Christ's own life, to be molded and shaped into the life that he lived, to be like him. So walking in Christ, uh, in him, is to have the Holy Spirit compelling and convicting and transforming our lives. Uh, the process of this, of course, we call sanctification. So therefore, as we have received Christ, as we have been justified, it leads to uh, a maturation within every believer. Verse 7, having been firmly rooted. So there's sort of that same word as, uh, as in verse 5, the stability of your faith in Christ Jesus. So that's the beginning. You're firmly rooted. You're planted, so to speak. You are then built up. 
You're built up in Christ. And then you're established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. And so, so those, those are some of the outward results um, that an overflowing of gratitude comes out of the believers. And of course, this is very much in line with uh, not only the Ordu Salutis, but also with just generally um, all believers, um, the process that occurs, the maturation that begins to happen as soon as faith is rooted within them. True saving faith, right, in Christ Jesus. And so this is, of course, a spiritual maturation, a spirit-led maturation in every believer. And it is a foundational truth of the Bible. It's a foundational truth in the Old Testament, in the New Testament. Um, it is, in a sense, uh, in summary, a rooting of our faith, a building of our faith, and establishing our faith um, in the knowledge and the wisdom of God, and ultimately leading in a heart of gratitude and love for the Lord, um, which of course manifests in the outward expressions of obedience and, and, and servant, servitude of God. And these are things, of course, that we should look for. Unfortunately, brothers and sisters, this a lot of this gets twisted. So as we continue to read Colossians, let's be cautious in our reading that we don't want to fall into the trap of the ascetics. The ascetics were saying, uh, you know, like spiritual, uh, physical deprivation and, you know, high spirituality is attained by, you know, you know, flushing our lives uh, free from everything else and, and, and doing only these things. And it, it was a very, uh, it was a very, um, how should I say, it is a very disciplined life and it clearly is a life that has elements of the truth. But the ascetic, the, the ascetic heresy really came down to like all things of the world are you know are things that we should um, deprive ourselves like seeking out pain uh, is the way to gain spiritual uh, high spirituality and that of course is not true right the Christian doctrine uh, of our faith indicates that there is nothing we can do to save ourselves or help ourselves there are elements of good things that we can demonstrate um, common grace in our lives allows us to do those things but there's no way we can somehow climb the ladder of sanctification on our own accord that walking in him is only possible in him when Christ indwells within us when the spirit compels and moves us but it just looks like and in a sense feels like we're doing it on our own but that's certainly not the case and so let's be careful and cautious in differentiating those two things and uh, let's pray today as we conclude that this would be a reality in our own life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we have received Christ Jesus Lord, may we walk in Him. May we be firmly rooted, be built up in Christ, established in our faith. Just as we were instructed, may our hearts overflow with love and gratitude for you. All this we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today. If you're enjoying this podcast, please check out our church Facebook page called Sheep Gate Fellowship and our YouTube channel by the same name. You can join us in worship on Sundays via live stream at 12.45 p.m. Eastern Time. And the link for that is on our Facebook page. I hope the Lord blesses you this day and enjoy. God bless you.